0: Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high value action oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall. And then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible In a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish with Purpose, and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. This is episode 55 oh God, is an angel number? of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. And today I want to talk to you about setting Personal, personal boundaries. You know, we talk a lot about setting boundaries with other people. We talk about creating a vortex or a shield around us or how to, like, prevent people from coming into our lives energetically or verbally vomiting all of their problems on us or blah, 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 blah. But you know what? One of the key elements I don't think a whole lot of people talk about is how important it is to set boundaries with yourself, personal personal boundaries. There. It should also be noted that at the time of recording this podcast, I am like 72 hours, maybe more into being pretty much snowed in in my apartment. It doesn't snow a whole lot in this part of the country where I am in the Seattle, Washington area, but it's snowing now. And so I'm a little like feisty, a little saucy, a little creative. And as I have this extra time to be at home and not leave when I want to, it's also allowed me to really get clear on some creative ideas, which is great. But being alone has also made me realize, hey, I don't always have the best personal, personal boundaries with myself. A great example of that is that, uh, well, I haven't always given myself the ability to say no to myself. In fact, for the past year in my business, anytime there's any kind of creative idea, I am just like, yeah, okay, let's do it without really giving a whole lot of thought to, is this going to drain me? Is this going to move the needle forward in my business? Is this worth my time? I have just kind of ran with things. I've also kind of done that with eating, too, honestly. So today, let's talk about it. And usually I throw in the intro by now. So let's do that real quick. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome to today's episode, you guys. We're in episode 55, and I'm your host, Sarah Seckler. And I was actually having a moment the other day. I was sitting on the couch with my bulldog that inspired this very topic. I don't know if you've ever kind of had this happen, but I was sitting on my couch. I was scrolling on my phone. I think I was like looking at Instagram or something. And all of a sudden, it was like, wait a minute, the awareness kicked in. How long have I been doing this? And I wasn't quite sure but I know that a decent amount of time had passed. I also know that I picked had picked up my phone instead of my laptop. I was supposed to be writing because I'm in the process of creating a new journal. And instead of doing that, I had picked up my phone in an act of rebellion. <laughs> and I was scrolling through Instagram. I didn't know how long it had been. And I didn't like that feeling. And then I had this moment of I want to stop doing this. And I knew logistically, all I had to do was close the app and put my phone down. But I found that I was kind of in this like weird force field of like, I don't know how to stop doing this. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. And I mean, social media can be addictive, right? It can feel that way. It's hard to stop scrolling. It's hard to stop looking at stuff. It's like, where, what's the end point? It's not like when you read an article or something and it ends and then you can go, okay, I'm done. It never ends, which I think makes it kind of hard for our brains to kind of instinctively move on to the next task. It's just an endless endless feed and I mean they've designed it in a way and it's brilliant how they how they have designed it because we're always on there but I started thinking you know I need some like harder faster better rules with myself I need more personal personal boundaries with myself and I want to talk today about what those are and what I mean by personal personal boundaries kind of like what what creates that? What's the container that allows for that? And some things to consider. And I started asking myself, you know, a few questions like, what do I have in place that's going to allow me to really have a little bit more self-discipline with myself? And I think too, as almost this like way of trying to embody more self-care, more self-love, sometimes I have kind of rebelled against the idea of having self-discipline. I've thought, well, I I just want to do what I want when I want to do it, and that's going to make me happy. But the truth is, is that that really hasn't always served me. In fact, I'm really the happiest ever when I have more structure in my life, when I have routine, when I know kind of the boundaries of what I need to do within a given time period or space, then I'm able to accomplish those things, feel good about it. I don't feel as lost. And it just kind of makes life better on a day-to-day basis. Now, I know different people are different. Right. If you're someone that's more like go with the flow with everything in your life, then maybe even the word productivity doesn't really like stick with you. But my point is, is that just like, you know, they say that kids really like to have, you know, some structure. They like to have some rules. They like to know, like, can I do this? It's like, you know, anytime like I've like babysat a toddler or been around like my friend's kids because I don't have kids, like there's this moment sometimes where like, you know, they're looking at you and they're about to do something and they're kind of trying to gauge like. Like, is this something I should do or shouldn't do? And then like depending on them, right, they'll do it anyway or whatever. But it's kind of that testing the water, testing the boundaries. And I think sometimes I haven't always given thought to what those boundaries need to be because then I find myself in moments where I'm distracted or I'm overwhelmed or I'm stressed on a given day or in a given week. And I don't have that person, quote unquote, to look to and be like, wait, wait is it okay if I spend 10 minutes on my phone? I just kind of do things and I never hit that bumper. I never hit that wall where it's like, whoa, you're, you've went way far outside of you know, the container of what you need to be doing and what you need to be working on. So creating personal boundaries for yourself in a lot of ways is about creating structure and creating rules, not in a way that like prevent you from doing things, but in a way that propel you to do more. So what are those aspects of personal, personal boundaries? Well, I think the first one is self-discipline. And what I mean by this is like, are there daily disciplines that you need to have with yourself? Are there daily things that you need to make sure you're doing no matter what? I mean, a lot of these things are like basic self-care tasks even, right? Like making sure you're brushing your teeth, making sure that you're drinking enough water, moving your body, whatever it is, right? And I think a lot of times we don't think of these as like, Daily disciplines, per se, because they're habits. They're things that we're already doing. But writing these things down and getting really clear on the things that you kind of need to do, right? Like, no matter what, like, you know, these are like no excuses things that need to happen. When you get clear on that and what those things are, it really kind of helps solidify like your container. And I think it really builds our self-efficacy too, because when we know that we're doing those things continually and on a daily basis, we can, you know, either actually check them off in a habit tracker and a planner or whatever, or we can mentally know that we're on track. It gives us this sense of agency. It gives us this sense of, oh, I know that I'm on the right path. I know that I'm doing the right thing, right? It's just like trying to run a business without a business plan or without a five-year plan, which, you know, I'm still working on myself. It's kind of hard to know what to do on a daily basis if you don't know what the big picture goal is. And getting clear on that will help you establish more of those daily disciplines personal personal boundaries are also about having like routines and structure within your life i know a lot of people tell me well i like the idea of a morning or an evening routine but then when i actually do it it feels constrictive i don't like it and i think there is a difference about how you can kind of set that up. So one thing I've worked with with clients is instead of maybe setting up a routine that's like every five minutes you're doing this and then at 8.05 you're doing this, like some people need that more regimented, really ingrained, strict routine. And then other people have situations where things are a little bit more fluid, right? They've got a pet, they've got kids, they their work schedule varies. So having something tied to specific times actually stresses them out more. So creating a skeleton a skeleton of or a framework that is like kind of the the bare minimum of what you need to have in place what are the things that you're doing on a regular basis in the morning or at night that help calm your body down, that help wake your body up, that make you feel at ease and, you know, peaceful within yourself, within your home. Creating a routine doesn't need to be something that happens at 5 a.m. every morning. In fact, a routine could be something that just happens when you wake up, no matter when you do. It could be what do the first two hours of your day look like, and then sticking to that. Having personal personal boundaries with yourself allows you to make decisions much more easily because you know what you need, you know when you need it, and you also know how things are going to make you feel. So essentially, it's kind of building that self-awareness in tandem with building what your personal personal boundaries are. And for me, I'm actually in the process of writing these all down in a journal and a notebook. I actually think it will be helpful to kind of flesh them out. This doesn't mean that I'm going to like have to reference a manual, like go check page 88 and let's see what that boundary is. But having them kind of laid out in front of me is going to help establish that for myself. It'll also help me think about personal boundaries with other people, right? So just kind of being aware of like when things happen or like when you don't feel like doing something or something feels out of alignment, sometimes it can be helpful to have an idea of like, oh yeah, that's like, that's not something I do, right? I was recently talking to one of my best friends and we were talking about socializing and just like how the older you get, sometimes it's it's harder to make new friends and then like sometimes maybe you want to make new friends but you don't want to put in the social like effort or the time effort and so it's kind of like difficult, right? And we were talking about just like what needs to happen in order for you to kind of take that next step with a friend or a person? And I had recently met someone kind of just like out and about and we had like a 30-second conversation and I was like, I, I don't think that's enough time for me personally to like invest in, you know, that friendship. Like I need, I need like more interaction on a regular basis before I'm ready to like go have drinks or like go and hang out with them one on one. And we were talking about that. And my friend was like, oh, yeah, that's something I just uh, that's a rule I have with myself. That's something I don't do. It has to like be X, Y, Z. And I just thought it was a really great way of going just being able to reference it. Right. Kind of like almost how, you know, people have uh, or businesses have policies, right? Like, oh, that's not aligned with our policy. Like personal, personal boundaries, personal boundaries in general can be a similar thing. And it's just really nice. It's nice to have that reference, even if it's not like literally written down, it's in your mind. It's kind of like that backup. It's kind of like that when you're having an off day, or you're unsure, you're uncertain. It's kind of like having a friend in the back of your mind or right behind you to go, oh, no, uh, she doesn't do that. It's just like really, really helpful. Also to part of personal personal boundaries is creating a processes and getting really clear on like what time management skills you might need to work on or things that you might need to create. So one thing is that, you know, we may be working on a variety of different projects. And one question to ask yourself is, do you have boundaries around the ways that you work on things so like what I mean is like let's say that you're uh you're doing a creative project or you're writing something right I'll use myself as an example I'm currently writing a new journal and it's a lot more text heavy it's these pages are authored they're written they're not just uh design pages for people to fill in although that's going to be part of it there's a whole like huge section in the beginning that's a book and as i'm writing it as i'm kind of doing this this thing i really wanted to set a personal boundary around the container of the work that i'm doing so not only that do i keep notes of what i'm writing and when but when i stop working i make sure to to note down like the thoughts that are currently going on in my head okay you were just writing this paragraph about habits and and blah 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 and you were also you also had this in your mind you were thinking about starting the next paragraph with this What that does is that creates a personal boundary for myself in that it allows me to stop working and feel confident that I can pick back up where I left off. So do you create structure so that it's easy for you to come back to projects? Are you writing things down so that if you get distracted, you know that you can come back to it and know exactly what step you're on? These are things that all tie in to how productive we feel and help us with our time management because our personal time management is absolutely a personal boundary that we have with others and that we have with ourselves. You know, another question is like, what do you do when it's like legit way past your bedtime and you have to get up early, but you just want to keep watching Netflix? Like, do you have a hard and fast rule with yourself? Sometimes I think that we can think that rules, hard and fast ones even, are like too strict. But I can't tell you personally how often having some really solid black and white rules within different aspects of my life have kept me moving forward. For example, I used to have this rule and it needs to come back because it completely served me. And it was that you can never go more than two days without working out now before you think that I was like some fitness extremist or anything like that it wasn't that I had to do a specific workout or it was really grueling it just meant that like hey if it's been like 48 hours and you haven't moved your body like it's time to move your body again and having this rule in place was really good because in the back of my mind even if I was having a day where I just you know I didn't want to work out or I had planned not to work out whatever I always knew that I had a plan in place with myself to get back on track. So having rules can be really helpful. It's kind of just like, you know, if me and my husband are up late, you know, there's kind of like, usually it's kind of like, if it hits like 11 p.m., it's kind of like, ooh, like, I think it's time to go to bed. Like, it's kind of this... um, time where it's like, it's late enough, where even if it's the weekend, like if we stay up much later, we're not going to be able to get up early and feel good, we're going to feel pretty exhausted. So even having like, you know, a normal time that you go to bed during the week, and then a time that's like the absolute latest that you'll stay up, right? Like, okay, I've been watching this show on like, I've been binging it for a few hours now. And now it's, What, whatever, like midnight, 1 a.m. That is absolutely the time, the last. Like, I'm literally using the five second rule, as Mel Robbins talks about, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and I'm done. Setting those boundaries with yourself can be crucial. And What about like, you know, when you find yourself scrolling endlessly through your phone and you have that, oh my God, I can't stop feeling. What do you need to do? One way to set a personal boundary with yourself is to kind of front load it. And what I mean is when you start to pick up your phone, be intentional about what you're doing. Why are you picking up your phone? You know, you can pick up your phone and then before you click it open or whatever, you can decide to put it back down. I, this is something that sometimes I like forget like, oh yeah, i can I can be intentional and present and aware with the decision that I'm making as I'm making it. It's not like, oh, I've already picked up my phone. I guess I'm gonna waste 20 minutes now. I can start putting my phone back down the minute I pick it up. I can like create awareness around that habit as it's happening and change the direction and the momentum that I'm going in. So getting clear with that. And also maybe it's worth setting a timer. Is it worth going, okay, every time I pick up my phone, I've only got four minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. Or I need to know what my intention is before I pick up my phone. Is it to send my husband a message on Voxer? Okay, cool. Then once you do that, put your phone down. Having these personal boundaries with yourself will make you feel better because you'll know that you're taking action and you have a little bit more control around the actions that you are taking, You know, we can't control, there's so many things we can't control in our lives, but there are so many little things that we just kind of assume just happen or that we're like, oh, I don't know, it just, Netflix happened or Facebook happened or somehow I just got like totally into some YouTube drama. Like we always have a choice whether or not we want to continue that action. It's just bringing self-awareness to it. So here's a couple questions that I want you to consider And this may be these may be something that you wanna write down and journal more about, or they may just be something that you wanna think about and maybe pause this podcast episode to kind of like dig a little bit deeper. But one question to ask yourself is how can I create awareness around when I'm doing things on autopilot that don't serve me or that don't make me feel good? So what I mean is if you are in a moment where you notice that you've picked up your phone and it doesn't feel good, what are some ways that you can create awareness around that? You know, bringing awareness to your mood, your mental energy, maybe even how your body feels. One thing I've noticed about myself is that once I've like kind of gotten deep into scrolling through stuff on social media, I'll notice that like my body kind of changes. Like I'll start slouching I don't seem to like have the best like expression on my face. Like there's like these physical things that start happening, kind of that show how I'm feeling, which is not so great. It's rare that I find myself ten minutes into scrolling through any given platform and feel like my life is totally improving. Another question I have is, what can I do to snap myself out of it? Quote unquote it, whatever it is, when needed. So What do you need to do? What do you need to put in place so that you can stop doing something or stop as you are starting to do something, right? So if you're starting to pick up your phone, if you're starting to waste time, if you're starting to like just, you know, not focus on the task at work, how can you shut it down? You know, a great way of doing this is using the five second rule, but maybe there's something else in place. Maybe you need to actually have some physical reminders around you. Maybe that means there's a specific piece of jewelry you're wearing so that every time you see that, you're reminded to focus. Maybe there's a post-it note that says something like, you know, get back to it or whatever. Having little reminders is going to help you train your brain. And then eventually you're going to create a habit where you're less likely to Get off task in a hab- in a habitual way. Another thing to ask yourself is, what kinds what kinds of things do I need to be doing daily so that my needs are met? We we think about self care, we think about routine and structure, but and this is this isn't really any different, except it's kind of framed in a different way. So in creating personal boundaries with yourself. What do you need to be doing daily so that your needs are met? Do you need to have things different in your physical surroundings? Do you need to be setting pomodoros or specific chunks of time that you're working on specific tasks so that you can get things done, so that you can feel productive, so that you can take breaks so you don't get mentally burnt out? What are those things and how can you better implement them into your life? What structure can I put in place that will aid in me making those decisions and sticking with them more easily? So structure can mean a lot of different things. Maybe that means sticking with a planner or a notebook. Maybe it means creating a to-do list before you go to bed. Maybe it means something as simple as cleaning the kitchen counters before you go to bed or first thing in the morning so that there is that like actual physical clear space that helps your mind feel less cluttered. I know that when I wake up first thing in the morning, if I wake up to a messy house or tons of stuff all over the floor, it's usually all of Bella's toys or something like that, it just does. not really aid in me making the next best decisions. Or I feel like there's this huge barrier because then I'm like, oh, I should clean up. Oh, I don't want to. And then I kind of go on this cycle. So thinking about the things that you can put in place that are going to help you make better decisions, more positive decisions, right? This can come down to things like, you know, having things in place so that you're eating healthier items, you know, having fresh fruit cut and sliced, ready to go in the fridge, having your meal or your lunch ready to go before you head out the door for work. What are the things that you can put in place that, that are just going to help you make decisions more easily that really help you get in line with the goals you're seeking? And also, what will ha- What will having more solid personal boundaries with myself allow for? If you have solid personal boundaries with yourself, if you know when to say no, if you know the decisions you need to make, if you know like when the last call is for you to go to bed, if you know these things, if you create an awareness about these things, what is that going to allow for? What is then going to be possible for you? For me, I think of having more structure in my life, and it's always an ongoing process, right? I'm always looking to find ways to streamline my personal productivity, my business productivity, and I I love it. I love all of this stuff. It's fascinating to me. But I also think about what's really possible, you know, the more I fine tune these things, more mental energy, more daily energy, just feeling happier on a regular basis, getting less frustrated because I'm not tripping over things, or I don't have to constantly declutter things, or maybe, you know, just getting more organized on my even on my computer, you know, there's an episode of the podcast where I talk about digital decluttering and how to like kind of clean up your desktop and things to consider. And Finding those boundaries with yourself, knowing that like, okay, if I'm going to download stuff, you know, if I'm going to opt into different freebies, you know, I'm going to make sure that I either file those same day or delete them from my computer. Am I actually going to use these things? Setting personal, personal boundaries with yourself will boost your mental energy, will give you a better sense of self-efficacy and what you're capable of, and it's really gonna set you up to just make more decisions and have a, a better daily life and a better daily experience because you're gonna know what you need and you're going to take care of yourself. So I hope this episode was helpful in helping you consider your personal, personal boundaries, what they need to be, and some questions that you can ask yourself to get started in the process. If you wanna find these questions typed out so that you can copy and paste them or use them in a journal or type them out in a Google Doc, you can find the show notes by going to mindfulproductivityblog.com podcast and just looking for episode 55. If you've been enjoying the show so far, I would love to see your review on iTunes. And as usual, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again next week.